Welcome back to the program, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Get us on that text line as well, 0457-736-736. Time now to talk some NFL. We do it with our man RJ Achoa from the SB Nation. He's still a little tough with his Houston Astros, but we'll move past that. We'll get stuck into it. Can you believe it? Week eight of the NFL. How are you, RJ? You know, well, Jimmy, baseball is stupid and meaningless. I never liked it. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, I, I support the Dallas Cowboys, and um, and they're not known for breaking hearts at all. So, um, so I'm I'm pretty safe in a sports perspective. Oh, I love your perspective. Yeah, forget about the baseball season. Uh, we're well and truly into the football season. We have got the Bucks and the Bills going on at the moment. I want to talk about the defending champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. It just feels like a circus around these guys on the back of. Well, this little documentary called Quarterback and their superstar Patrick Mahomes. And now we've gone well and truly mainstream with the Swifties and Travis Kelsey and even Andy Reid referencing her at the podium the other day. It feels like they've got some limitations around them from an offense point of view, the Chiefs. But my word, what a franchise, RJ. They are they are just rolling. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs are kind of um, checking all of the boxes. I mean, they really kind of are a, a full-out family affair. Uh, they have something for everybody. Um, obviously, you mentioned the, the Taylor Swift element. Um, you know, her attachment is, is a very famous figure in and of himself. I mean, independent of his relationship with her. And so um, it's, it's amazing how little Patrick Mahomes is kind of being talked about right now, how um, their offensive struggles, if you want to call it them or call it that, excuse me, um, are not really kind of an issue. I mean, and they have the benefit of the doubt. I mean, they have everything. They have the, you know, they're defending champions. They have the benefit of the doubt. They have the all-time coach, the all-time quarterback, the all-time tight end. They're a Tiffany brand franchise. They have great food, passionate fans, uh, great NFL culture. It sucks if you're not the Chiefs. I'll be straight up with you. I mean, you, you're just kind of jealous of everything they have going on. Yeah. We talk about Patrick Mahomes. Okay. The offensive struggles, 424 yards last game, four touchdowns. Yes. And interception. But just when we thought the Chargers might provide a, a bit of a problem, they, they certainly di- uh, didn't do it. In your mind, are they, are they your Super Bowl champs? It's really difficult to argue against that right now. And, and again, you know, if, if you do believe that, you know, the offense has had issues last week aside, um, it's still Patrick Mahomes, right? Like n- nobody is comfortable betting against him. Um, you're, you're willing to kind of give them all leeway. And yeah, there are other teams that you can kind of talk yourself into, but I think every single one of them comes with a qualifier, right? The Niners have to get the, the proper Brock Purdy effect. Cause even, you know, that's kind of started to show up in a negative sense. The Eagles, despite their, you know, six and one record, they have not exactly been glamorous at this point. Um, But again, winning all these games is the mark of an elite team. Maybe you believe in the Bills. Maybe you believe in the Ravens. uh, Maybe you believe in the Bengals finding some proper form now with the bye week behind them. But um, it is very, very, very difficult to, to really convince yourself that this is anybody else's world except for Kansas City. And you think it's going to be a landslide against the Broncos this week as well. Let's go to the 49ers there because... Just a couple of question marks, a couple of games, uh, last two losses. Now they come against up against the the Bengals, as you mentioned. Uh, what what do we make of that? Is it is it Purdy being um, found out, or or how do you see it, RJ? 
You know, the the Cleveland game is, is I think, the, the best example of, you know, the clock striking midnight, so to speak. Um, for the first time, you know, there's a, a great expression that I steal all the time from, um, from one of the best in the business, Bob Stern from the Ticket in Dallas, uh, who often says the quarterbacks have to be the thermostat, not the thermometer. They have to be the person who sets the temperature, not somebody who just displays what's around them. And you know, that Cleveland game was the first time that, you know, Brock Purdy had to be that thermostat. I think he's been that before, but it was it was a requirement. It was mandatory. And he, and he couldn't totally live up to it. And I mean, to be fair, they, they, you know, they damn near won the game, you know, missed the game-winning field goal, whatever. But um, now you're at that point. You get deeper and deeper into your NFL career, and it, it seems like the magic dust doesn't necessarily hold as much power. I'm certainly not willing to, to doubt the 49ers. Um, but but they're not as invincible as they seem the night that they completely demolished my Cowboys. And so yeah. that has, I think, felt, you know, caused people to feel like that. I think that they really are Brad Pitt as Achilles in the movie Troy. We've identified the heel. That's where we have to shoot the arrow, and now everybody knows it. Yeah, very good. I love it. Uh, all right. Um, the other thing that we could hear earlier this week was... That was all the air going out of the Detroit Lions, which certainly came back to earth. Admittedly, it was the Ravens, and maybe we've been underestimating Lamar Jackson, but he was absolutely superb. Are the Lions back to reality? Yeah, I do think that, you know, basically everything you said is true. There's a reason that I think Jimmy Smith is my favorite Australian, Cam Smith aside. Um, you know, there's, um, there's a lot to this. Um, I don't think there's a lot of shame in, in losing, even though it was kind of a landslide, uh, for Detroit, uh, because you're right. I do think that, that the Ravens have kind of, you know, been the team that nobody's willing to give any of that benefit to. And Lamar Jackson has been playing at such a high level and, and, you know, the pass catchers around him finally started to, to kind of play. Uh, up to par in that sense. But the Lions, I think, have proven, you know, advanced analytics, you know, kind of common man analytics all show that they're a great team. The two teams they've lost to in the Ravens and the Seahawks are both probably going to be in the playoffs. Um, and so I do think that because this story about everybody wanting to, to kind of pop on their bandwagon has been so loud that people are looking for the moment where the air is going to leave the balloon. And that's where this week's game is going to be really interesting. They're on primetime Monday night football against a, a team that they should beat up. And so if they don't do that, then I do think the noise gets a little bit louder. People offer that they are kind of the same old thing. But if they come out, they show up on Monday night with some force, then I think people are willing to believe once again. Okay, so uh, the other game I think is of great interest too. The Dolphins will be hosting the Patriots down there. So we've got the warm weather, but the the Dolphins just struggling a little of late, admittedly, against the Eagles. And he's amazing, isn't he? Somehow he gets it done, Bill Belichick, against a Bill side that will think that that was the one that got away. And um, finally, Mac Jones comes up and delivers late in a game. How do you see this Dolphins-Patriots game, mate? Well, it looks like Jalen Ramsey is going to make his Miami debut, which is certainly going to help. Um, and I'm definitely not willing to doubt Bill Belichick, but um, I do think that last week against the Bills was a, a little bit of an outlier as far as, you know, Belichick is concerned. I mean, you know, the man has 300 wins as an NFL head coach, and that's impressive, but he only has two this season for a reason. So. I believe in Miami. I do think that they bounce back a little bit this week. I don't know that Jalen Ramsey makes a tremendous difference, um, but but I don't believe in that Patriots offense. And so I think this is a, a good get-right week for Miami. But even if they do, even if they blow out the Patriots, the, the narrative around them right now is that 
they're capable of that. They're capable of beating up on these bad teams that they're playing, but it's when they face contenders that they really can't live up to it. And, and that's something that they won't be able to kind of quiet down until they get another opportunity. They do play Kansas City next week. Um, I don't know. It's not – I guess it's across the pond. I don't know the, the, the proper, you know, term for Germany, <laughs> at least here in America. Uh, yeah, we'll accept cross the pond. That 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 works for us. We know what you're talking about. Uh, all right, mate. Uh, now it gets to the pointy end of the week, uh, right? This is where we ask you to um, encourage us about where we should be investing our hard-earned for week eight. Well, um, I'm not doing well here, Jimmy. Let's let's call a spade a spade. Uh, yes. And so I'm, and my dog is upset because you know <laughs> we're down. You know, there's not as much bread on our table. Uh, so he's pissed. He wants food in his bowl. He wants opportunities for his masters. Um, and so I'm. I don't have a problem beating up on the 49ers. And look, it's it's a shame mm. that Brock Purdy is dealing with a concussion. Certainly, all the best to him. Uh, but that line is, I think, really generous for betters right now. I don't know exactly what you have. Maybe Cincinnati as a three-point, three-and-a-half-point underdog. I'm, I'm more than fine putting money on the Bengals this week. I think that they, they should have been in contention um, even before the Brock Purdy news, but now you really have to kind of like Cincinnati odds. Yeah. Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee, uh, Baxter. So uh, thank you very much for that. All right, RJ. Appreciate it, mate. You enjoy week eight. Uh, Great to have you and the dog on the program today. Uh, Thank you for that. And we will do it again next week. The great RJ Ochoa there, courtesy of SB Nation.